Good morning. Turn to Malachim Bey's Parak Yutes, Pasik Tes Vav. We're about to begin the Tfilah of Chizkiyo HaMelech. After hearing and seeing Rav Shokei's horrible drosha and the threats made by Sancheyev to destroy Yerushalayim, go back to actually Pasuk Yedalid. Vikach Eskeos Asfar Miyad HaMalochim Yikarem Yal Beis Hashem Yiseyu Cheskeos of Hashem and he actually brings the written copy to the Beis HaMikdush to highlight the Yechil Hashem that they represent, which, of course, Cheskio is going to use in his quote-unquote argument that Klai Yisrael deserves to be saved even if they don't deserve it. Pasuk Tezvav, Yispal Cheskio l'fnei Hashem v'yemer, Hashem l'kei Yisrael yeshev akuvim atohu alakim levadcho l'chol mamlucho atzaretz atazisa s'shmayim v'zaretz hatei Hashem aznacha shma. As you all know, we use this in Tefillah today. We paraphrase this in Tefillah. Vuachum is a composite of different Tefillahs, and they refer to different aspects of the Golas. You read Vuachum slowly, which is a good idea. It's a good idea to do that by any Tefillah, but you focus on the words and it gives you a very vivid description of how difficult the Golas has been. Because each phrase talks about the Chil Hashem Shemayim and the fact it was so downtrodden and the fact that we depend, if not on Azchusim, but on the Midas HaRachamim of the Kosh Baruch on his own name, which Cheskio is going to call upon. There are people who mindlessly and senselessly, senselessly call upon uh, people to bring their brisim and bring their uh, other excuses not to say tachan. Nisan is legal. That's perfectly, that's uh, officially on the books. But uh, people comment, uh, why can't every day be Tuesday? And uh, ridiculous things like that are missing the point of what Vurachum represents and the schusim that it can generate in terms of bringing down Rachem Eshemayim. So Chizkiel Melech is going to use it here. Amnam Hashem Echrivu Malchei Asher Sagayim Vesartsam. He has been thus far successful in conquering many lands. Nasnu Es Eloheim Be'esh and he has destroyed their gods that don't exist. Ki lo Elohim Hema and that's why he was able to do it. Created today, gone tomorrow. Contrast. It's an opportunity to create this international Kiddush Hashem when they see that you easily knocked over all the false gods and when it comes to the last Stand of the Eden. Remember, Aser Sashvatim had a lot of Avarazar. Yuda had some. So we can even use the conquest of Aser Sashvatim to say, yes, he conquered Jews, but they were of the Avarazar. Here we have done Tshuva. We're learning we have a Besamitish, and this is the last visible Mokom on earth where 
there's the one and only true Hashem, and we have the ability now with this tshuva and with this dance to prove that. So I say we, the royal we, Akash Baruch Hu, is uh, listening to the Tzvilu Chizkiel. Chizkiel is saying in Klape B'Kved Shamayim, not taking the credit for himself. Yishlach, Yishayo, Ben Amis, El Chizkiel, Lemar. Kayamar Hashem, Elokei Yisrael, Hashem, Balalte, Lael, Sanchayim, Melech, Asher, Shamati. The short answer comes in the form of the Ravua, the Tzvilu that you have said, I have heard it, and you will be saved. Yaakov, you asked last week, is this the first of the Navuas? I didn't prove this yet, but I don't believe it is. I think that uh, this is the first confirmation. There are indications before that he would be saved, and Chizkiyo is still davening, not a stira, and the people have yet to be totally convinced, certainly a vast, uh, not majority, but certainly uh, at least up to 50%. All Chizkiel's enemies, those that are still asking him to surrender. Here is Perferish, Shamati. And this next part of the Ruwa is Kaviyacho talking to Sancheirv. Sancheirv is not listening and won't be listening. It's here to be Mechazik, the Yidden, and there be Tochen and encouraging them not to surrender, which Cheskyo is uh, not going to do. But the next series of Sukkim gives you a very, very clear outline into what the Rishayim discussed by Mitzrayim. You see, it's Mitzrayim. Is Sancheirov, is Pyro, in contrast, here to do, quote-unquote, Malacha Shamayim? If so, why are they punished? Everybody asks that by Pyro says you'll be subjugated, you'll be slaves, Baris Lolahem. And Mitzrayim did the job, unfortunately, too well. So why are they punished? The two main answers, either because it didn't have to be them. It says, Baris Lolahem, who asked you to volunteer? Somebody has to volunteer, so there's always somebody who's going to volunteer. Or it had to be Mitzrayim, but who asked you to do it with such hislavis? Who asked you to do it in such a harsh way, you went above and beyond the call of duty in a negative way. And therefore you get punished with everything, not just the extra, because it shows you weren't doing it with Shem Shamayim. I mention that over here, because Akash Baruch in this Nevoa is going to point out, number one, Son don't be full of yourself, because everything you have is because I sent you here. And don't think you're putter and doing what you're doing, Obviously not Pater, because he's going to get killed and his army will die and disappear. Is you're doing it completely for your own covet and your own sense of uh, self-worth and your ability to conquer the world. And Akash Baruch Hu, is going to point out that everything you had until now is at my direction and it can be stopped at any time, which it will be, which is true of anything in life. If you're doing uh, something as a shlichus of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so in a positive way, that's a shlichus. So know that you depend on the minute-to-minute, second-to-second, siyat d'shmaya. As soon as you start thinking it's you, you're in big trouble. Zadavar pasuk hafal. Zadavar sheadibar Hashem alav. Bozal l'cha, laga l'cha, besulus basiyam. So a message for Sancheir is that Klai Yisrael, 
is uh, looking at you with a mixture, we'll see in a moment, of ridicule and pity. This is very important because the people listening, Asadcherev and his people, have to know, despite the fact he looks very strong, he's in a pitiful state and he could be broken in a moment's notice. And we have to take these levuas not only for the context in which they were said, but lederideris, you uh, can't get too nervous about your enemies, in contrast, Kaviyachal enemies, it's all a test, it's all an Isayan, and you have to look at them with a very healthy dosage of uh, sarcasm and pity. They are human beings. And you have to know that they're not going to be around, even though it looks like they're be around for a thousand years. I picked that Badafka. Yaakov, you know why. Uh, that was the... Uh, First and constant theme of the Third Reich, Yemach Shemal B'Zichron. Uh, it's going to be around for at least a thousand years and then some. And there's not going to be anything left of the rest of the world. It certainly looked like that as the war started and continued. Did a lot of damage. And Baruch Hashem, uh, certainly nowhere near a thousand years. So, Sancheyev talks the same way. Now, the Lagalacha here. It means to make fun of, to ridicule. Acharecha roish heniyah means they uh, nod their head in pity. Bas Yushalayim, not that we have to pity them, in pity that their sorry state, in reality their sorry state, but they think that they're on top of the world and nothing's going to stop them. Esmi cheirafta v'gidafta who do you have the chutzpah to be mechayr from Agadev to blaspheme? Ami harimaisa kol v'tisa marim enecha al kadesh Yisrael. You're starting up with Klayisol. These are Kadosh Baruch Hu's children. Biad malachecha cheirafta Hashem. You sent shlichem. That's Rav Shaka and his crew. V'taymer v'roi v'richvi anielisi marom. This is Sancheyev talking. Gosh Baruch Hu, the Nevu is quoting Sancheyev and quoting his Gaiva. Take a look at Rashi because the metaphor over here is a reference to the Harabayas in Yushalayim. And this is an important focus. Sancheyev conquered everybody so far and it didn't mean there was a Ruchni as dig a battle. He conquered because he had a great hunger for power. When it came to the Ibn in Yushalayim, there was a special prize he was looking for, and that is to prove, I had this gut feeling that the Jews are different and that Akash Baruch Hu is different. They did, didn't realize how different. They thought it was a question of power. They knew history. They knew the power got destroyed. There were many others who fell they had a special delight in the prospect and possibility of conquering Yushalayim and destroying the Besamekdash. So, the reference over here, and let's read the Pesach and then we'll look at Rashi again. Went up to the high mountains. Take a look at Rashi and Chav Gimel. 
Rome Harim refers to Harabayas. Harabayas is a mountain. Why would Tanchayer make special mention of a specific mountain? The answer is, there's a Ruchniyastika battle, and he knows it, and he feels he's closing in. Yarkasei Lavanon, Rashi says, Lavanon refers to the base of Mitzvah, Shamalvin Avainus. It whitens our Averis. Again, that's not just a reference to a place on earth, a ge- ge- geographical Marmakam, if you call it. That was Sancheyev's glee in coming to destroy Yushalayim and the Vesem What's the next reference? Echros, Kaimes, Arozov. She says, Lo Oshuv Aj Achivenu. I'm going to destroy the physical structure built out of Arozov. And I'm going to, this is Sancheyev's hope, Baruch Hashem will be dashed. I'm going to suck the Kedusha and and get rid of uh, Hashem's people, and going back to Migdal Bovo, we're going to wage a battle against the Kosh Baruch himself, as old as the hills, literally and figuratively. Yar Kamila Rashi says, and I'm going to destroy the, uh, what the world knew was the Yefi of earth, and I'm going to get rid of it both in Ruchnius and in Gashmius. Chavdalit. Yar Kamila, Rashi says, uh, is uh, Carmel is still used today as a place of uh, physical place of beauty. Chavdalid, Anikarti v'Shasisi. This is Sancheirv talking, quoting Sancheirv. Anikarti v'Shasisi, Mayim Zarim. Rashi says, Gamarti. Whatever I start, I finish. This is Sancheirv's Gaivadika talk. As a person who digs, if you dig far enough and long enough, you will hit water. And when you hit water, it's called Mayim Zarim, foreign water, when the water wasn't there before. Mayim Noivim Zarim Adhena So when you hit fresh water, you keep digging and digging, it's called the Zarim, meaning new water, fresh water, but foreign water. And that's the metaphor here. Sancheirev says, I start waging battle, I always finish, I'm always victorious. I start digging, I will get to what I'm looking for. Next part of the Pasuk, Achriv bechaf pa'amai kol yarei matzar. I've been able to overrun any position, any fortified position with my army. Such a vast army just with the feet, with the soles of the feet, I'm able to overcome. Rashi says, Emtsarti al-ir habatachas benarasel. Cities, fortified cities, had two things they relied on, had walls, fortified cities, and they had internal water supplies or external, right outside the city that was protected. And Sanchev says, nothing here helped them. All the cities that I conquered, He says, we didn't even have to destroy the river or the body of water they're depending on, we just drank it all. We came with such incredible numbers. We see the numbers over here. 185,000 troops just in the Pasek. And if you do the Cheshbenis, it comes out to millions. He says he came with his hordes and he conquered every country, every city, just by using up the supplies. Shtiyas behemtam, meremes ragleam, and just by trampling it with their feet. That itself destroyed the source of water, and without that, they couldn't fight. Achav lashon hoiva kein darki tamid. I have done this to every city that I approached, and I will do this to Yushalayim as well. Kol Yarei Matzar is all the 
supplies of the city that was under siege. Pasik Chavhei, Haloi, this is still um, the conversation, so to speak, with some Chayrev. If I'm in a was like this, that talk to the Gayim, whether the Gayim were listening. Sometimes the Navi was sent to them to tell them the message. Over here, it's really more of a message of Chizik for Klai Yisrael. That despite his tremendous Gaiva and his claim that nobody else survived, why should you? Now, Kosh Baruch Hu tells on Chayrev the answer, Halo Shamata, Lame Rochuk, saw Asisi, Lame Mekedem, the Yitzar Tia. Rashi. Why are you so haughty in your success? This has nothing to do with you. It speaks to every conqueror, every emperor, and speaks to us in a smaller way. As we mentioned last week, anybody who goes to work and succeeds in closing the deal, making money, Whatever we happen to do when we start thinking that success is ours, it gets dangerous. Kosh Baruch Hu says, I told this to my Nevi'im, I foretold this to my Nevi'im, that there's going to come upon the scene, the world scene, a man by the name of Sancheirv, and he's going to conquer the civilized world. And he's going to come from Asher, and he's going to succeed until he is stopped. Kenyan Shanamar, Hoy Asher, Shevet Api. Asher will be used as my punishing rod for the Goyim and for the Eser Sashvatim. Meme Kedem, Mishanivra Oilam, also Bemachshavan. If you go through the Psukim over there, the Psukim spell out pretty clearly that uh, this was a Nevoa where he sent. Again, why can't he claim he's innocent? He was sent by the Navi. The answer is, uh, it says, somebody from Asher will come. You can either use terrorist number one by Paro. didn't have to be you. You didn't have to volunteer for the job. Or terrorist number two, you didn't have to do it with viciousness. And you still didn't have to come conquer Yushalayim. So Kosh Baruch was reminding him, so to speak, and reminding us, reminding, reminding uh, Chizkiyo and the people in Yushalayim that I sent him in the first place and I could stop him from one minute to the next, which is what will happen, Baruch Hashem. But he, back to the Pasuk, the Lahashas, Galim, Nitzim, Arim, Bitsiris, is I sent him to destroy all the cities that he has destroyed and take over and conquer every nation. And that was all from my Machshava and my Shlichus. You look at, uh, go back to Rashi, the Masra Atta, Rashi says, Your entire strength comes from my shlichus, my sending you. And Rashi says, This is my gezeira. Take a look at Rashi, uh, one more diva maskal. Sehi, lashes. Rashi says, The last diva maskal. Biyasa, shagzei rasi, lashes, aram, betsiris, to lay waste to all these fortified cities. Lias, legalam, nitzim. After Sancheir finished with them, it was just a fallow piece of land, growing grass. Picture the scene of destruction. All this was my gzeira. Go back to Pasuk Vav, Pasuk Vav rather. All the people in the cities were completely broken. Sadev, Yirak Desha, Chatzir, Gagas, Devil of Kama, which means when you finished the battle scene, 
All it was was this desolate land. And I created them in your path as Ace of Asad will be completely destroyed. Chavzayin, Shiftacha, Tzeischa, Vaacha, Yadati, Veace, Hisra, Gescha, Eli. Akash Baruch Hu is now going to finish the Musar for Sancheyrev. I've been watching your path because I sent you, and now I see that you're using your uh, Kayach, which I gave you, to turn against me. Yan, Hisra, Gescha, Eli, Vishaancha, Allah, Baaznai. And your curses, your screaming, your yelling, your chutzpah is coming to my ears. The samti chachi ba'apecha. The imagery over here uh, makes it sound like we're reading Yeshaya, which we, which we are. Uh, Yeshaya is difficult to read because of the rich language used, and some of it is being used over here. But it's worth focusing on because you see HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we talk about the log, is giving us a real view of what goes on in history. People look so strong, and the conquerors in their time looked like they're invincible. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, this was the plan, and you're being sent, and when your time is here, uh, from one day to the next, you'll be gone. Samti Chachi Ba'pecha refers to, we don't plow much with animals, and we don't guide animals, but when you, uh, in the good old days, they used to have bits in their mouth and used to steer the animal with uh, what was harnessed to their face, to their mouth, to their, to their nose. Miski And I'm guiding you as an owner guides its animal and I'm holding the strings, the Kodesh Baruch Hu says, and when your time comes, which is very soon, you're going to be sent back to your land with tremendous busyness, having lost everything, and then you'll be killed there. The Navi turns back to Chizkiyah Keep in mind, not only were they uh, in tremendous pachad of being destroyed, they had no food left. They completely uh, depleted their supplies. And the Navi tells Chizkiyah, not only will he disappear, you won't starve. You will have food. And the Pasuk here describes how the food's going to grow again in the countryside surrounding Yushalayim. Zelachais, look at Rashi, Lechizkir, Amar, Navi, Zeshamartelacha, Sancheir, Vipol, Khan. He will fall right outside your gates. Yilachalais, Afli, Amabam. And when he falls, you will get rid of the immediate threat, but you're still going to be hungry. But if he falls, when he falls, you will see that that will be a simon for the better days to come. The food will grow again, you will survive the famine, and economically you will begin to prosper. Rashi says, Right now the double pachad, the army is right outside your door, and even if they disappear, which they will, you still don't have food. We Americans think, what's the problem? One airlift from the nearest factory and we're good to go. There's no food growing anywhere. He had destroyed the entire country. He had destroyed the SS had raised all the villages outside Shalim down to the ground, burnt all the crops. This is the way conquerors did things. So there's no food. So it, it'll be very good if they disappear and they all die in one night, which will happen very soon. But what are you going to eat? So that's how Rashi says, this last part of the Nevoah, Hashem's Rachamim, he sends to the Novi, not only will you not be killed, 
you will also have what to eat. Shatem Yireim Lamas Barav Lefishan Salchev Hichriv Esaret Gada Esilanus. The simon will be Achal Ashana Safiyah Bashana Zayis Yisbuchul Lachem Tzmechem Tispanusim Mehem. It will begin to grow this year. Yet you will have food, and then I will continue. Go back to the pasuk. Shana Shainis Sochish. Rashi says Gedui Lanas Shiismachu. And then the fruit will begin to grow. When you see that his army doesn't wake up, you will see that the plan is that you will all survive, you will have what to eat. Then you will have enough seed to start planting in an organized way. The wonderful thing about this Navua, it not only tells about the imminent downfall of Sancheyev, it gives hope to Klai Yisrael that this is a multi-year program, and the point over here is that you're all going to more than survive. You're going to have children and grandchildren, and even though we're going to see in the next parak, um, the Chorban is still coming. But they will survive this to see another day, another year, another generation, and Klai Yisrael will survive, and that's what's crucial over here. And again, the Navu over here, you will grow, you will grow and you will make a Sharish Lamata, which means you will have Kiyum. And this Kiyum will give rise to the next generation. The Kin over here is the Kinna. For the Kiddush Shem Shemayim, zealousness for Hashem's name, and that was part of Chizkiyo's request. Rashi, Kines Hashem, Svaka Shiyakan Lachvaydu Lashmoy, for the Kiddush Shem Shemayim and the Chiddush Shem Shemayim, it's happening now. Veloshi Shchus Biyetchem, and interestingly enough, the Pasuk highlights this. We would call this a sour note, but it has to be said. You will be saved, and you will survive, you'll have food, and it will grow again into a kingdom. And you should know, I'm doing this for the part of your tefillah that talks about the chilul shem shamayim. Not because you totally deserve this yet. Ah, they're learning, and they did tshuva, and they daven. Answer is, some did. Half of the city still wants to surrender, and wants to give up, and wants to assimilate into oblivion. Rashi says, She ekana lachvaydu lushmai velaishi yeshchus biyetchem ki harbe hershia ochaz avicha. Isn't that incredible? We forgot about ochaz already. He was only a couple of months ago in this year. But ochaz did a lot of damage. You're trying to undo it, you're working hard, part of it's going. A lot of people are not with the program yet, and your father did a lot of damage. And you don't yet deserve to be saved which was probably a bit heart-wrenching for Chizkiyot to hear. This is part of the Navua. The Navua is so optimistic. You're going to survive, you're going to have food, you're going to make Shroshim deep in the ground, Klaisol is not going to be blown over, and you're going to survive, and your children are going to survive. It's not due to your Chizkiyot. Why is that important for the story over here? The answer is, if you don't say that, uh, you can get the misimpression, pat yourself on the back, that we made it, we're good, we did tshuva, and you can now put Night Seder back to its finite hours and get rid of that big guy in the back who's cutting off people's feet if they uh, leave, or the sword in the back. We haven't proven there's a big guy holding it. That was in the army. Yes? Is it possible that this, this message may have 
affected. Um, we talked about uh, that this year didn't even he, that he felt personally that idea that he that if he would even say Shira, then he would describe some of these supposed to himself. But yes. The, yes. It and he he knew it. He knew that they weren't there yet. Like half the city is against him. Not everybody did tshuva yet. And even the people did tshuva. There's ways to go. Achaz did a lot of damage. The only positive contrast I have is that he's not going to do as much damage as Manasha will do. And he's not going to do as much damage as the next one. There's still more damage to do. But he had done enough damage that right now the city will be saved. Christ will be saved. Laman Kiddushem Shemayim. Not only because of them. Yeah. From a historical perspective, at this point, all of Israel, all of what's left of Israel is just what's in this yes. city of Yerushalayim. Yes, that's so what Sancheir had, as you just saw from all the imagery, had raised everything to the ground, worldwide and in Eretz Yisrael, including the villages in Yehuda and Benyamin. This is all that's left. There were Jews in Africa and Asha, wherever they were, but this is basically all that's left. Akash Baruch Hu says, if it's such a chil Hashem, there's mamish nothing here, which is why Sancheirev is so excited. Not just the last place on earth that he thinks there might be some difficulty. It's because this is the Jews. This is the Jewish God. And every Russia from way back to Nimrod has been trying to undo the Kedusha on earth. And this is his big chance. Yes? So if this generation didn't have the Schutz, where Chizkiah was almost Shia? Well, that you, you just alluded to is that uh, we're always using this aspect of a Kiddush Shem Shemayim slash Kilo Shem Shemayim and the Kvayt Shemayim. That's why Vurachum is so heavily weighted in that. But the possibility of getting there had they reacted to the Nase in the most proper way, they reacted well, but whatever was missing from that Shira and that Akarasatayv or the Chuva of the rest of the city and the level they could have done it, had that been fixed up, then it would have been Arzchus uh, contributing and it would have been the Tkufus of Mashiach. And they missed that mark. So this is, Nevu is almost an allusion to what's at stake over here. If you put what both of you just said together, it's almost like a warning and an opportunity. Keep in mind, you're not there yet. And Chizkiel heard it. I don't know if he said it, Chizkiel heard it. The question is, did he hear it enough in his madrega? Did everybody else hear it? That's the, that's the problem over here. Again, the reason why the Navi took out so much time to give Musa to Sancheirv is to tell us that he's worthless, don't worry about him, to be mechazik us, and also to show us that he was sent in the first place because of our, our virus. He's going to be stopped because something has to be saved, but it's more the chil Hashem of what he said in his rushes to Abshake than Aras Chusim carrying the day. Very uh, powerful Navua as all Navuas are. I'm going to finish it now. I'm debating uh, this next few psukim come on Leil Pesach. Well, I don't want to rush through it, and I do want to do the Peleyates. Uh, you should know the next few psukim, the downfall will happen, and it happens Leil Pesach, so keep it in mind. <laughs> We're not going to read it inside. With that, uh, let's go to the Peleyates. We got... It's, it's perfect. We got to the downfall right before Pesach. No, that's when it happens. I, I can't, you're going to read about it. So um, I, couldn't, I couldn't set it up better if I tried. Uh, yes, you know, you're supposed to stay up. Shavuos night, we all stay up all night. And Pesach, when it's a din, we don't. And every year my son asks me about that. So maybe we should uh, consider one of these days... Uh, 
If after four cases you can all come back to this base magic and stay awake, uh, I, we need to head to the film it just to prove we were here. Let's go to the Pelayayas on page Kuf Lamid Vov. Ah, uh, that's right. One of, one of my big. Uh, I haven't found the hetter for that yet. Pelayayitz uh, was a uh, a Sfardi gadol, who uh, the Sfardim, as we mentioned many times in this year, they somehow I don't know maybe just in the Pelayayitz knew how to say it like it is. You don't find many Magidim. Everything in the on the Ashkenazi side, there's not a. Not a negative contrast. The Vomagayan asked the Magid, the Magid, to come and give him Musr. The Magid almost fainted when he heard that. So he tried to get out of it. He tried to say, And the Vomagayan said, I know, but I asked you to do it. And he did it. He said it, we all quote the Dubna Magid in terms of the Mashalam, and then afterwards we say over the, the Nimshal. But he said it with Mashal and Nimshal. I, there are a couple of cases where he said to the Vomagayan, we're not going to go through it now, one very disputed one. Disputed in terms of the history, what the facts were. Anybody know which one I'm referring to? It was written down, there's an English version of the uh, the Magid. You know which one? What? The one about yes, yes, yes. Uh, the one about going to the marketplace. But remind me, on, on the separate cover, we'll go through that one. But he first said it as a Moshal and an Imshal. The Pelayayitz, I wasn't there. I don't know if he said it first and then he wrote it down or only wrote it down. If he said it first, Barabim, his uh, listeners must have been very stark. <laughs> because uh, of what we've seen over the last few years, and this, is, this part in particular is a classic example. Kuflam Edvav, a second class paragraph. Isha Yare Lo We're talking about Halicha. Halicha to the right places and staying away from the wrong places. Isha Yare Lo Yaveloi. Yiragla Malichas Asala Besa Medrash. In the last paragraph, which we covered uh, the Shabbos before, he said, if you're going out, make sure you understand that you might be walking into a trap and you might think you're going to do a mitzvah, but by leaving in the confines of the Besa Medrash, you have to have a very good excuse. You have to know exactly what your matara is, and you have to know that there are many, many devices from the Yitzhahara ready to pounce on you. The people you're with, what they're talking about, what you're going to see. What you shouldn't be seeing. So, nine out of ten times, or 99 out of a hundred times, if you're the least bit masupic, you should uh, err on the side of caution and just head back to the base medrash or stay there in the first place. Once in a while, you have to leave. You know what? As a matter of fact, uh, since you already guessed what that Dibna Maga Mushle is, it fits in over here. So, uh, he. We'll just go straight to the Nimshul. He told the Vilna Gaon with much trepidation. He said, well, maybe it's not a kunst. The Vilna Gaon stayed in a room, speaking of the Medrash. The window was shuttered. And he would learn there, Yom of Alayla. And the Divna Magas said, Rebbe, he says, maybe it's a, a bigger kunst to go to the marketplace and be a maruv in the marketplace and still be the Vilna Gaon. So the correct version, the answer to that story is, I'm not a kunstmacher, and there's no need to be one. There's another version of the story that he cried. Both, both versions could be true. He cried due to Zanivas, who knows what I would be if I was faced with an Isaiah. It's not a steer necessarily. However, we say every morning in davening, in Bech Shachar, so it doesn't get lost in the shuffle. 
we ask Hashem not to bring us to Nisayim. That's not just asking Hashem not to bring us to Nisayim. It's asking Hashem that we should be smart enough not to bring ourselves to Nisayim. That's exactly what the Peleids is saying. And we all know we have to go out, whether you're going to work or whether whatever you're doing, at times you have to go out, but you have to know that it's not a simple thing. As soon as you walk out, even before the Nisayim, the more prepared you are for the Nisayim, the more of a chance you'll succeed. And that's what he's saying over here. If you can avoid it, you have hundred reasons to go and one reason to stay. Besides the fact that when you close in the Gemara, you're losing the time to learn, there are terms for that, and sometimes it's a chiv to do that. But you have to be sure, number one. And number two, you have to know you're starting to talk to people, deal with things. You have to keep in mind. You have a stockless to keep in mind, which as soon as you walk out, Muncie and Choslar, it's about the cleanest place you can live. Baruch Hashem, no billboards, kosher places to shop. But uh, there are places to go that aren't so kosher. And you see things that uh, we spoke about many times. You've got to make decisions where you're getting, what you're buying, and under what circumstances, and... Do you have to be there, and how much do you have to be there? Especially prevalent to Bokhra and Ben Azmanim. I see a few standing in the back. And you're doing this because maybe you'll get to do a mitzvah. As you have to know, as Chazal say, you have to balance the schar mitzvah keneged the nesienis. And often you can get done what you need to get done by either sending other people who have less of any sayin, or skipping it, which means, we're not used to this, but a decision has to be made before you leave the base measure, before you leave the house. Where are you going? What's your purpose? Is and do you have a head to go even if you're accomplishing something or you're losing more in a different end? And that's a calculation that has to be made and if you're not fit to make it, ask someone. Bochor and Ben Azmanim, many of which uh, learned first before they came to the uh, later minion and will be learning afterwards, have to know the best manager is open all day and all night and whatever errands and shopping you have to do Make sure you keep this Pelayez under uh, very serious advisement. You have to know where you're going, why you're going, and with who you're going, and what you're seeing when you're there. And then make a decision if it's worth it. On that positive note, I wish everybody a positive uh, experience in doing so.